Hello, Juicy. Hello, Maxi Boy. Long How? time no see. Yeah, it, it's like an e a year ago or uh, yesterday, actually. It was almost <laughs> a year ago, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one day, one year. What's the difference? Yeah, exactly. It's it's uh, 2020 and uh, 2021. No, no big diff. Yeah, uh, it's just one. It's just one bit, right? Exactly. Yeah. If you, if you do this in a programming world, <laughs> then you see that it's just basically one bit. That's different. That's the difference between something being on and something being off. So <laughs> it might be really, really hard, right? Yeah. Um, we wanted to uh, to wish everybody a happy new year. We've been gone for three weeks uh, almost. Uh, Feels it, like yesterday. Yeah, it, it does actually. It went way faster than I expected it to go. Yeah, yeah, it did. I mean, it's uh, it's like two weeks flew by, um, and we also wanted to, uh, or this is kind of a, a personal uh, request that I had to to Juice to. Um, we we weren't super satisfied with our with our first episode because we didn't introduce ourselves properly. So now twenty seven episodes in. You don't say that. <laughs> Crap. Uh, so, New Year. Hello, my name is Juice. <laughs> yes, your name is Juice. Uh, and my name is Max. And we are doing this podcast together about technology and game development. And I, I, I'll let you introduce yourself first. Uh, Oof, this comes quite unexpected. So, yeah, my name is Juice. <laughs> well, actually, it's Joseph. Uh, but everyone just calls me Juice. Long story short, it's because if you just add an F, that's where you get my name, Juice F, basically Joseph. Um, so yeah, I'm a developer, I'm a game dev, um, I do a lot of indie game stuff on the side, and I run my own company, uh, which is called Amberwing. Uh, and currently I'm not really creating an indie title right now, I'm researching the next version of uh, Crystal Corruption, a game that was basically supposed to be a multiplayer game uh, for a co-op couch couch co-op uh, but didn't really go the way that i wanted it to go so i ended up turning it putting it on ice and going with the with the slightly perturbed version of it uh, which will be an online multiplayer game look out for it please check it out uh, in the future when i um, show it off yeah uh basically i've been doing programming ever since in the eighth grade uh i started off with a pixel moving it up and down and then somewhere along the line i became a game dev uh, i did some consultancy work uh became a project manager and in the end i just love to go back to gaming did that so long uh, i had a dream of creating my own company and that is the dream that i'm living right now game dev for life for life yeah <laughs> <laughs> that is a short version of it yeah but it was i mean it was a, a much better introduction i i listened to our first episode actually and it's like oh my name is jose and this is max okay let's go <laughs> it's like, <laughs> uh it's it's very short and that, that's that's why i thought because my wife you know when when she heard the, the the podcast uh for the first time the the first episode she she said well you had a really good talk but you didn't say much about yourselves and this is i mean this is a good thing because uh, our listeners might want to know more about us they might be curious to who we are and why we're doing this um i can start with mine uh so me and uh, juice I, I juice has been juice and for 17 years we've we've known each other or more actually 18 years um we've um we went to the same college together uh we went to the same high school together uh in reverse order of course uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we went to the college first and then we went backwards in time yeah, they're like <laughs> what what the hell are you guys doing here go back where Sorry, you we spoke too much <laughs> we forgot yeah. about that. yeah it was, it's like you you got bumped up or what you think you're smart no 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 go back to basics uh no but we <laughs> we've been uh, we've been hanging out since since high school and um then we we went to the same university uh we we uh, had basically the same courses i know they they differed uh, they differed a little when when we got to choose which courses we we wanted to to um uh uh study 
and uh, then we uh, we worked at the same company for a while not the same department but we we both worked at ericsson during some some time at least um I, both as consultants i took the same i guess uh, consultant uh, work um, path um, and um, then i i went uh, working for um, um, a car company here in sweden autolib it's called um, and then went to Ericsson, where I uh, started with uh, coding and uh, did a bunch of C++ stuff, uh, a bunch of real-time stuff. Uh, I've uh, been a Linux kernel contributor at some point, um, and, uh, or yeah, I still am, but I, I haven't done much uh, in that regard right now. Uh, and now I'm a software architect, actually, also at Ericsson. So I made the switch from consultancy to being a full-time and um we've done That's one project basically the difference between me and you 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 went to the the company that you were working for as a consultant uh i wasn't happy enough and created my own <laughs> there was no alternative for me yeah and i mean <laughs> for game for game development as well i think uh that's that was the right choice for you yeah there um, were none there were no explicitly no gaming companies here in in where i live yeah, exactly. Um, so it was it was basically if you wanna if you wanna um, live your dream, you have to kind of create it by yourself and create your own company uh, to do so. Um, I've been <clears throat> I've been involved in in one gaming project with with you, and I've worked in uh, in Unity uh, quite a lot. I'm a passionate gamer as well, um, and I do like to. I, I mean, I have my heart in hardware. To be honest, I love hardware. And I love working close to hardware and coding close to hardware. That's why I love networking because it's fairly hardware close, depending on what you're doing. Um, but uh, um, yeah, that yeah. is the greatest difference between me and you, I guess. Because yeah. for me, I've done hardware stuff as well, uh, and I I like the twiddling with bits and stuff uh, back and forth. But for me, what really motivates me and really drives me to do stuff is being close to the end user. And making sure that the end user gets their their expected or rather their an, an experience that me I as a developer like them to have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, nowadays with uh, with doing software archi architecture and and stuff like that, it's kind of the same for me. Uh, it's more focus on end user, uh, also on developing the software, of course, in a in a way that is scalable and and so on and modular um, modular is a is a very big thing right now uh, at least in our industry uh, or my industry uh, but um, <clears throat> yeah i i think you're right um you've uh, you've liked to not care about those things and just um develop your project whereas i've been i've been more into uh, caring about these low level low level things which are actually i mean they're very frustrating uh they really are like com compilers and and things like that um but uh at the end of the day when whenever whenever you make it work it's it's a very satisfying uh feeling so yeah but as i said uh, you know my my heart lies in in hardware so i'm i'm but i'm also following you know the gaming industry quite closely and i'm 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 trying to get involved in in a lot of a lot of things um, because um, uh, from a let's say development standpoint, de developing a game and developing any other software is not that different. I mean, you you're gonna go through basically the same. They they differ uh, in some very specific regards, but uh, you're gonna go through through the same paces um, with that. But good. Now we have a proper agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, in terms of like going through and um, from an ind I've never really worked on a AAA uh, project, so I can't really uh, talk to that to that end. But from an indie dev standpoint, creating something that is an game in contrast to any other not any other of course there are different domains um 
say for instance doing a web page or web service you have these architectural things that you need to think of think facebook they have a lot of microservices that they that they create and every service has their own uh, it's just one thing they do right and then uh, they have a lot of people trying to hack their services so they need to, they need to have uh, security stuff around it and etc cetera, etc cetera. Uh, but they they they're not really concerned with being real time as in every frame something needs to be happening in the correct order or whatever uh, like games are games are really they're really you need to do stuff uh, and you need to do stuff really fast really quickly while as at the same time they need to be looking really great uh, for the most part uh, take for instance valorant that we've talked about previously it's maybe not really the the most good looking game out there but they have like 12 milliseconds or whatever i think it was 12 milliseconds uh, that every frame has to process you cannot yeah. you cannot go over 12 milliseconds because if you do that then the player is impacted uh, because of it and you don't really have those constraints in in uh, a microservice uh, like architecture yeah. or uh, a web page or well, yeah. say uh, word for instance i mean if if, if something uh, if it takes 0 0.3 seconds or three seconds extra for you to to type your a uh, you don't really think of it that much you just say hey okay it's just a slow program but if you do that in in a game then the, the the whole experience just falls together. Yeah, well, I I wasn't I wasn't thinking I was thinking in um, in in terms of higher higher up uh, than than that specific. I, I I was thinking in development projects overall because everything is relative, right? In 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 my world, twelve milliseconds is like whoa i have a lot of time yeah you have a lot uh, of time because yeah. <laughs> exactly it's, it's uh, i have to do i have to do stuff on on millisecond basis basically yeah. and now with with uh, 5g we're going sub milliseconds so that's even faster uh, but i was thinking like development projects overall they 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 tend to kind of look the same in in the in the process that that of developing them so it's you know you need some coding platform you need uh, to work together with people. You need some Git repository, maybe, and and all these these framework yeah, things and the... all these procedures. Or I, I don't know how to work work. What is it called? Workflow, not workflow. Way of working. Way of working. Yeah, thank you. Um, the way of working is is uh, is similar. Of course, the details are different because when you're creating games, you you know you need artwork. You need um sound effects you need uh, composing new songs maybe depending on your budget you need actors you need voice actors and all that um so the specifics are are different and as you said like uh, facebook microservices and all that don't have the same real-time constraints as as a game has um especially if you want to make a, a game run on older older hardware as well and be backwards compatible and all, all those things uh, then, then the requirements on on code efficiency and all those things are are uh, a lot higher. Um, but as a, I was thinking, as a general thing, uh, you you do um, you do go through the same way of working, uh, more or less. I, I would say more you have testing, you have development, you have you know all these things. So, um, yeah. I wish there were there were some real good testing for for game uh, for games, but in terms of testing games, there's a lot of there's a lot of problems with that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you don't have those automated tests. Uh, and even if you do, it's not really the end product that you're testing. You're testing the... Uh, you're just testing a part of it. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's... Um, it's uh, It requires had, I, you to build your own tools, I think. Um, uh, at least... Uh, I mean, you know, at, at certain companies, you, you have... Um, whole divisions that are dedicated to to building testing tools basically yeah um, and as, as soon as you go up the the uh, the indie ladder the way the the higher up you go towards the AAA studios the more automated and the more tools and stuff you yeah see. but those those are things that they created on their own i'm guessing yeah, exactly. just yeah. yeah so 
so that's that's a that's a that's a problem i don't know maybe maybe it's too hard to create something generic just because everybody wants some something very specific to their own uh way of working and their own designs and um it depends on if you're using your own game engine on or or using unity or unreal or you know so maybe it's i haven't thought about um about testing as uh, as a product actually if if you were a company that wanted to to make a test product like i know for example google has their google test framework right but that's unit tests and uh, as you said those will test um, very specific parts uh, but not the whole thing um, yeah i mean for in in terms of testing a game for instance think in terms of lots uh, level of details so how do you test that something looks good on the screen you can't because it's really subjective right yeah. so you need to have someone just look at it and say okay this is acceptable this is not acceptable yeah yeah that's uh exactly you, you can you can say that hey after distance say 300 uh, then you should switch between this load version and another one but that doesn't really say anything in terms of actually is presented on the screen and does look good does not look good and if you're using real-time stuff and you're using loads then i mean lighting stuff uh, all of a sudden your your light bounces around in a different way and when you do that switch is it a good jump is it not and how far how far away do you uh, calculate those those light bounces etc etc there's a lot of uh, yeah. details regarding this so anyway i think yeah i think that um, in in this regard the one of the things that would help but that would require a lot of work i, I think but that would be a very advanced ai that kind of analyzes these these things and and looks and they're the, on the way yeah yeah um but i think that's that's kind of the only the only way you can you can test it without placing a human in front of the screen you have an ai that acts like a human and analyzes it uh, like a human and that that would be based on but you have to train it of course so so yeah um but it's it's very <laughs> interesting that we got into this subject because um we wanted to talk a bit about what has happened during the holidays right yeah um so <laughs> so 15 minutes into or 20 minutes uh I can, uh, i'm not really looking into i'm mean, keeping track of the time uh <laughs> we now present to you people what the, the episode is actually about <laughs> yeah but we had our introduction part as well and we wanted to do that in in a good way so i wanted it to take just a, a bit of time so 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 our listeners get to know us and our future listeners get to know us and that, that's i think it's a it's time well invested to be honest um but uh yeah i i i think one of the biggest things and the things that we wanted to talk about as well is um cyberpunk came out and um cyberpunk was a huge game hugely hugely hyped um i've been waiting for this game for eight years basically uh, as i guess a, a lot of people uh have uh, not not uh, all of them but uh it's been hyped more and more in the past few years um and uh i saw this the first time i think it was in in 2013 or 2012 um where i, I saw there was an initial teaser and it looked really really cool um and it was cd project red and you know you you kind of knew about them um so um it was a very 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 uh hype game and it ended up being a disappointment for many uh, for various reasons. Um, there have been uh, a bunch of glitches um, and, and a, bu a bunch of bugs. Um, and uh, they also, I mean, the game is basically unplayable on um, what should we call them? Last gen consoles, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we're not talking about PS4 Pro and, and those guys. Those are not really i don't know what to refer to them as they they should be last gen because the ps5 is out and the xbox is out but um they're not really because they're somewhere in between i guess um last but, gen plus 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now you're getting the hang of it. That's that's. Um, so we, I, I think we wanted to talk about why it went the way it did, or why we think it went the way it did. Yeah, just take. I mean, just take a couple of minutes to analyze the things that went wrong, the things that, from an indie perspective, what does it look like from a game dev perspective? I mean, everything that you're reading on on the internet is basically just a bunch of. Uh, what what are the 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 people who write stuff? Critics. Journalists. Yeah, it's just basically a bunch of journalists who aren't really into the 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 nits and bolts of how to create a game, and they 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 talk about stuff from their own experience and the experience of of other gamers and the end users. But if we if we take that and combine it and think of stuff from the inside. Uh, and try to just answer some stuff as to why some of the characters, for instance, uh, they're really low resolution uh, on the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Uh, why is that from, from a game dev perspective, uh, from a hardware perspective, and those kinds of questions? I mean, just try to answer and analyze the, the problems with not only the launch, but also the games itself, uh, the game itself. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... We can we can say that so from um, it, the game was supposed to be out in April of 2020, and since then has had I think it's a total of four delays. Um, so from from that it, it seemed that well they're not really ready, um, and also they they did show a lot of demos on you know what you would be able to do in in the game and i think that a lot of people are disappointed that um most of those things weren't there and um it was advertised that this as this is the next gen um game um, and many people feel that no it's it's really not because they they've identified problems with ai uh cd project red said said that you you'll have you know, over a thousand different NPCs uh, or maybe even more uh, that will have unique daily routines. And then people have gone out and tracked these guys and it, it showed. Now, I don't know which version of the game that was, to be honest. So I don't know if, the, if it's the latest update of the game because it has received updates. But anyway, they, they followed these and, and uh, they were just walking um one path basically and didn't really have any routines of course walking is a routine but yeah it's a very simple one um so i think that like you said the uh, juice a lot of a lot of people are not really into game development a lot of people just play the game they're disappointed uh they don't know why uh and um yeah we we want to talk about why uh, we think uh, it happened. So I, I'm going to start with first, I think that, you know, they, they had a huge pressure. Um, and I think that Corona and, and or COVID and this year didn't make it easier for them to to work together, because as they said in a tweet, they are working from home. Um, so I think that that's a that's that's one thing. Um, on the other on the other side, I think that it's a bunch of community pressure as well because the the, the game has been hyped to, you know, legendary levels. It's it's been super super hyped by a lot of a lot of people, and I think that every time they delayed it, uh, people at least on Twitter there were a bunch of people complaining about you know oh they delayed it again and you know all that. Um, for us that have waited eight years, it's like, well, yeah, you know, it doesn't really matter. Um, fine, they delayed it. It's a bit disappoint disappointing, but let the developers do their do their job. Um, and um, I know that there's allegedly one developer from CD Projekt Red that came out uh, and and talked about the different problems that they had with project management. Uh, and said that they had to cut a bunch of things. And this is basically because uh, I'm assuming they didn't have time and they were getting more and more pressure. So uh, what they did was that they, they started cutting 
uh, a lot of corners to make to to make the game uh, to make a game. <laughs> um, yeah, what usually happens is in in terms of project management is that the you have a bunch of stuff that you want to add into the game, right? And you set out to you you say that hey, this game is is this game is gonna take. Uh, three, five, or six, or seven, or whatever, uh, any number of years, and then you just show this list and go to an investor and say, "Hey, this is the, this is what we're expecting to, to create. This is the 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 number of years that we expected the game dev to take, and we expect this to be this. Uh, we expect to have X amount of million dollars or billion or whatever." Uh, and the investors say, "Hey, okay, sure, I can, I can throw in a couple of millions here and there." And then they go back. They stood. They do this. They work. And then they go back to the investors. Say, "Hey, now we've come to milestone two. We've done this. This was exactly according to the plan. Okay, here's a bunch of money as well." Uh, and uh, and then they do this a couple of times. Uh, now, in terms of games that get delayed the investors start to count the money, right? So they, they go back and they say, okay, I've invested this much into this company and I think that, hey, uh, I'm getting this much out of it. And for every delay, um, the investor gets more and more setback. And it's just not, it's not just one investor. You got to think of this in terms of uh, multiple investors. Uh, and the more there are, the more people are there with more they want to know what's happening right so the more you delay the more they get frustrated and they start to talk to each other probably and then all of a sudden they say that, hey this is the this you you won't get any more money because because of this and that reason yeah and i guess that this is one of the things that happen the investors started to meddle with the company and the the project managers got uh, a bit of a spanking here and there and they started to spank other people and whenever you get a spanking you're not you're doing your job right right yeah yeah i mean it's a it's a that's that's uh and and you have to think that this game uh development for eight years and the size of the team at cd project red um is a lot of money i mean this it's a it's a long time eight eight years to to be invested in a game for for eight years and constantly pumping money into it um and into the the size of 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 that team that that they do i mean cd project red is not a small company uh if if anybody thought so they're quite a big company um and i i don't think that they they probably didn't have any problems in getting investors on board with the game the problem is that it takes such a long time and you're not giving a clear message either. Uh, I think that's that's one of the the biggest problems as well. Um, I mean, if you're honest and you say, well, you know, we want this game to be a success. We know it's been eight years, but we need one year more. That's that's just how how it is. We can make the game, and we have the game plan right here. This is what we need to do. This is what. This is the things that are. These are the things that are coming up next, and and this and that. You, of course, you can't just say, you know, oh, we're not done. We we have to delay it even more. We 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 need one more year, or we need two more years, or something, um, to make to make this game what we actually want want it to be. Um, and um, you know, if you present a game plan, I think that invest investors that have already been with you for such a long time will say, okay, that sounds good, but. You know this is your last date this is here is where uh where it should be done um otherwise if you if you give this unclear message that's that's when investors want to know okay what the hell is happening with my money right um because if if i if if i hire you just to to build a website for me or build a game for me and and you're you're gonna tell me yeah it's gonna take me a year right and i tell you fine here here you go you get 20 million dollars just uh, uh start developing and you say yeah and and down the road maybe you say well you know i need an artist and i need some voice actors uh, i need some more money that's fine okay and then after a year you tell me ah you know we're not really done 
um, then then I'm gonna start thinking, well, okay, and why aren't you done? Well, you know, we had these problems and these issues, and the guys got sick, and we had uh, these artists didn't, you know, didn't do their job correctly, and we had to redo a bunch of things, and this thing that didn't really work. Then I'm gonna think, okay, but yeah, so so how much more time do you need? And you're gonna tell me, oh well, yeah, yeah I need a half a year more. Okay, then then I want to know what I want to stop you right there. Yeah, uh, that that actually is true for smaller companies. I won't really I don't really believe that it's true for larger companies because of the the large projects really need to have things down and the and the investors are more uh they ha- they do know more about the project and the how they're going. Yeah, that's probably uh, correct, yeah. Uh so yeah, that is while well, that is true for smaller ones. I don't really think it's uh I, th- I think experience experienced teams such as CDPR, uh, they they don't really have those issues. For smaller for smaller ones, I mean, if if someone's sick for like half a year, it doesn't really matter because they replace it, uh, replace that guy with this, with someone else. Yeah, that's true. Because they do have the the money for it. Yeah. There is there is one thing I want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, and while it is true that the investors and the the fans did pressure CDPR. Um, there is an article on the internet on the I think it was the thegamer.com or thegame.com something like that, uh, where it was confirmed that it was more of a CDPR decision, where they 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 went in and said that hey this is more uh, the timing is right in terms of the pandemic, so more people are likely to buy it if we sell it right now, uh, and you're probably got to get your money back quicker that way. And there's been like back and forth, back and forth between the investors and CDPR uh, in terms of the, the times that we are in right now. Yeah. So financially you've made more sense to release it right now, but the problem is that the release was so bad. uh, The image of CDPR has like, just plummeted right yeah i mean uh, and one of yeah, the things that i, I really so. like with with cdpr the, the the company is that they their their image at least in my in my view has been more of a we do this for the gamers and investors don't really uh, pressure us that much kind of a company so the the, the company itself makes they, they can stand on their own two feet and say their own and say that hey for instance the witcher was a super success right and they yep. can just go back and lean on that game and say just look at this we made this game and it was really a good game and we did this despite people complaining about this and that and we talked about the the witcher they did the movement for instance uh that, that it was they had to go back and do stuff with the movements those issues while small in comparison to the CDPR, still are issues that they need to consider when when they're planning the project, right? Yeah. Uh, and the problem the problem with this game is that it's just there's just too many of them. Yeah, I I think I mean uh, they they've they've been the kind of darling of gamers, right? They they've been um, very liked by everybody. Um, yeah. And 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 they've been this. They, I mean, they they've been treated almost like an indie company, right? But they're this huge company, and that's very very unique, um, because you know, you, towards indie companies or indie game developers, you have much more love because you know that they have a harder time and they're still creating this great experience and and all that, and it feels more uh, down to earth than big corporate, right? Like EA, for example. EA, you, you don't you, you don't have any love for EA. You're either neutral <laughs> or you hate EA, right? It's yeah. yeah because they're you know they're they're just pumping out games and they're buying buying game studios and pumping pumping out more games. I mean, how many FIFA's are, are out there? How many NHL are out there? How many NFL uh, are out there? And all that and and you know they they seem soulless. That's what I wanted to come to. Um, while indie companies, you know. You, the developers are you are few usually uh, you know what they're doing they have updates it's up close and personal some of them have discords 
uh, and you can you can talk to the developers. So it seems like they have soul, right? And CD Projekt Red kind of achieved this kind of status where everybody loved them, as, and and that's the exact reason um, that that you said as well that they were doing this for the gamer. You know, it was it was very important to them to create a a new a new experience for the gamer and they would go back and redo stuff and and just it, it, nothing else mattered not the money uh, not how much they would make off the game not how much they would spend on the game they just wanted to make the game as best as they could now i'm not going to say you know the article that that you talked about maybe it's right maybe it's not um i'm not going to throw cdpr under the bus and say yeah. you know they they took this decision because of money um no, it's just one one article that I just read. Exactly, like it's I an interesting previously. thought as well. Um, yeah, it could be true. I mean, it's it's not unlikely, and it's uh, it's not improbable to to be honest. Um, no, if you think about it, I mean, there are more games, there are more players right now uh, yeah. because of the COVID pandemic. They, you know, that there are a lot of. I mean, the you know, some of the best games this year have been games that you're just playing on the Switch, for instance, like. What is that game? Uh, the Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just a game for you to like have fun and more chillax. Yeah. Uh, whereas there has been a lot of... Uh, that game in itself has had a lot of success because people can play together. They You don't have to be a super hardcore gamer for it. I mean, CDPR... I mean, this cyberpunk game is... It's more for the for the... Uh, core gamers gamers that have been gamers for a long time right yeah uh, i'm having a hard time seeing like eight, eight year olds play this game for the first time but they're ever. not even allowed i mean they've got sex scenes and stuff like that in that oh, yeah. in, in, in there and nakedness and so i th i don't know what the age is but i i think it's a 16 plus or something Wait, what you mean you mean that i can have free porn <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's not free because you, you bought oh, the you game, gotta right? you got to pay for it. Uh, yeah. yeah, true. It's paid porn. <laughs> so it better be good. Uh, <laughs> now I know why people are upset. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but, you know, I, I played through the game, actually, through through the holidays. By accident, I, I played it through. How, uh, how do you play something by accident? Well, I... I actually, did you I, look at I, something I else and then they had the controllers on your butt? No, I, I, I didn't mean to finish the game. <laughs> okay. I, I had a bunch of side missions left and, and I, I was like, okay, I can do this main story mission because I was close by uh, that, that location. And then, you know, the game said, this is a point of no return. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? Uh, you know. It means exactly what it says. <laughs> Does it mean that if I go backwards, this is, can I can I go back then? Yeah, and, and you know, I started the thing, and then it was like this whole like very long mission. I think it took me like three hours or, or three and a half, four hours of gaming. I was like, damn, was it done now? It's like I didn't mean, I didn't mean for that to happen. And, but, Sorry, give me back my time. I want to go back. Yeah, but you know what's what's uh, what's really good. What they did, which I really liked actually, was that once you finish it, uh, they give you the option to go to your latest save before the point of no return and con continue playing from that point onward. It's like, yeah, congratulations, you finished the game. Now, do you want to go back and do all your all all your side missions that you didn't do? Yeah, I want to do that. So then I, I'm back, and and that's good. <laughs> so so even if you make my mistake, then you you still you still have have a chance to to play. You don't have to start a new character or anything like that. So th that's that's really really nice to be honest. Um, but um, yeah, I mean it's it's uh I I have to I have to say I enjoyed it. I re and I still do. I I like the game. It's uh, I like the environments. I like the world they created. I like uh, um, this thing with implants, and I, I'm not gonna spoil too much. But yeah, uh, I haven't it, played it through, so please. Yeah, uh, and and I like the characters. I really do. Um, some people are disappointed. Some people are uh, happy about it. Um, but for me, it was a good experience. I mean, to be honest, I, I played it. To be honest, I, I pre-ordered it a long time ago, um, and I played it when they had released their fifth uh, patch because i knew that 
um, I don't want to play this on on day zero or um, so or day one. Um, I'm gonna wait a bit, and and I I'm happy I did because some of the bugs that I've seen out there are, I mean, they're ridiculous to be honest. Uh, they really yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into those. Uh, yeah. we we said that we would talk about the the technical aspects of a bug and why things certain things look the way they do and the problems that they the, yeah. the impacts that they have from a technical standpoint so just throw up throw out a couple of those and let's see what we get yeah yeah i mean the first the first one that was uh <laughs> that i've seen was flying cars um oh, so the physics thing uh, yeah so so cars coming in flying out of nowhere so you're on the street <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're walking or you're doing your mission or whatever and suddenly uh, a flying car and I mean I mean actually not flying in the sense of you know it's flying like an airplane but flying it's not a controlled flying it's yeah exactly fly. it's just flying through the air and it's hitting something basically. yeah um, that's that's one bug then you have the police I bug into that. Yeah. I, I would just want to go in just a little like two minutes for that yeah uh, in terms of flying cars those I'm guessing it's not really just the, the, the cars, right? It's also uh, people can walk in the air or yeah. uh, things get stuck midair. Yeah. Um, those things are related to physics uh, and the physics collision. We talked in a previous episode where you have to separate the, the, the visual aspects of a game from the physical aspects of a game yep. in terms of like physics, real physics. Um, and with that tells me is that there is there's probably uh the the bounding volumes of those physics stuff are made in in such a way that they don't really overlap in a good way but they they're like kind of squishy or weirdly placed or there is one uh, one corner or a couple of corners that point out somewhere and if you have a high velocity projectile now it doesn't really have to be a car but if you have something that has that is round ish uh, and then yeah. you have this this corner that the the point of impact uh, in terms of uh, location and also the 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 momentum that you have from uh, when you when you move into that corner and this velocity and stuff like that, those things really create the... Uh, it becomes an impact which, in the physics world, makes sense, but because this is also a visual there's also a visual aspect uh, connected to it, it looks really weird. Yeah. But there is no problem in terms of actual physics. But it makes no sense, because <laughs> why, would a car, why would a car fly, right? Yeah, it's. I mean, they're they're coming in tumbling through the yeah. air, like like <laughs> that you know, is like exactly they were shot the with a catapult from the other side, <laughs> basically. And that is exactly the reason why. Yeah, I I haven't. I have to say, I I've seen this in videos. I haven't experienced it myself. So this this is what I've seen in videos, and I'm not sure about the platforms there because I played it on PC. I, I I haven't seen these things. Um, uh, I don't know if those were uh, like PlayStation uh, related. I would or think. I would think that this is this has to do with floating point precision. Yeah. Because this is more prevalent in the console games which have their optimizations in terms of phys, um, floating point stuff uh, in comparison to the PC where you can just throw round floats uh, in uh, here and there. It's it doesn't really matter uh, the same way it does on a console. So I'm guessing there is a rounding error somewhere which makes the those collision boxes being placed somewhere yeah. above and below in in certain places um then if we move to the next one you this one is uh is kind of fun um so you have the police bug um if you want to kill innocent people uh the police will be alerted um and that happens through magic because nobody calls them i guess but anyway uh, <laughs> that's that's one thing uh, but I'm guessing like everybody's connected to something, and yeah, uh, let's let's say that that's an explanation. But then there was this guy um, that so so he killed the guy in an apartment, and then he was standing in the living room, um, and 
suddenly a policeman teleported behind him in the apartment and started <laughs> shooting him and he's like who's shooting and he turns around and it's a policeman uh, uh, and then he's like where did that guy come from and he's checking all the rooms and there's no exit uh, or entry so so it's like okay and then another one uh, spawns spawns there because now you've been you know once you kill a, a policeman you're up to two stars uh, severity or something um and and so on so uh, and this i actually have experienced myself because the police are very very fast to the crime scene so i, I accidentally I, because i didn't i didn't go out to push the boundaries of the game and maybe that's why i didn't experience uh, a lot of the a lot of these bugs um but uh i did accidentally kill a civilian um and the police were damn fast i can tell you that so yeah <laughs> but that's that's an, that's an interesting thing because okay you're going into this game with some preconception of uh, about that there it, there's going to be a time delay between the murder and the the uh, police arriving there right yeah but if you if you think about it it's not the first game where you have police just arriving at you uh, I mean, if you if you go to the game, uh, for instance, the GTA in Grand Theft Auto games, if you if you kill uh, a bunch of the the people, uh, the police will start uh, riling up, right? Yeah. So first you get this one car, and then you get a lot of uh, like uh, multiple people. I haven't played GTA for a long time, so what I'm referencing here is GTA Three, which is I know ancient. Um, and then you have these. Uh, the the AI of the police is really weird because if you've killed a bunch of them, you have these five stars. Then all of a sudden, the police will be impossible to to lose, and these the police will basically just headstrong drive right into you. It doesn't matter if they're if they're going down the river at the same time; they just do it right. Yeah. Uh, but that is expected because people know about this. But in terms of this this game. It was more of a surprise, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's always weird to have people <laughs> teleporting behind you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, can, I mean, I I mean that, that's that's because um, Rockstar Games is kind of the benchmark for for these types of open world games. To be honest, I mean, they've yeah. been doing this for a long time. So GTA has been, and then uh, and then um, uh, what's it called? Red Dead Redemption, right? One and two, and those are open world games. With kind of the same uh, same mechanics, or at exactly. Least. And one of the things that you just said that Red Dead Redemption there, there is one clip that I found that was really hilarious, which is really unexpected as well. Uh, and I don't know if this is tampered with with or anything, but there's a guy trying to shoot a horse, someone riding a horse, and he's shooting, he's shooting, he's shooting. He's missing a bunch of shots, and then all of a sudden there's an airplane. <laughs> Uh, you know those like the bra the Baron, those yeah. kinds of planes. Yeah. Uh, which <laughs> hilariously just flies into that <laughs> that horse, <laughs> and he just flies away. Uh, <laughs> but that hasn't really been something that was reported as buggy, right? It's no, just a hil no. hilarious thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it happens. Being being such complex open world games are complex, and yeah, exactly. And people will expect some 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 bugs, but some 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 of these things are are the problem is that they're kind of breaking your experience. Um, yeah, and this ties back to the psychology of gaming. Yeah, and what what gamers expect of a game and how it reflects that in terms of expectations and meeting the expectation yeah because i mean it it kind of it kind of breaks the the immersion factor when exactly. when this happens too often it's it's not realistic and 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 at the same time i mean the police thing for example if you if you get killed a bunch of times by teleporting police from from behind <laughs> uh, yeah it's just annoying it, yeah it's and annoying it, and doesn't feel fair in any way exactly. uh, to exactly. you as a gamer and 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 that's that makes you that makes you kind of kind of um, annoyed uh, and angry, and you don't want to play anymore after after yeah. a bunch. Uh, there bunch is of one time. thing that I like, uh, and this doesn't really have to be in considering CD. Uh, I mean, Cyberpunk. It's more of a thing that happens all the time in terms of translations. 
uh, and there's one there's one place uh, where if you if, where they translated it into Turkish, and it was something called it was something like Istikbal Gökledridrid or something. I can't really remember it, but anyway, <laughs> uh, the translator did some mistranslation there and changed uh, one letter into something else. So instead of being uh, the future is in the sky or in the skies or something like that, it became the future is in the butts. <laughs> and that is just yeah. hilarious, right? Yeah. <laughs> but that yeah. happens all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's true. But it's, and how, how do you, ex I mean, how do you expect people to, you as a developer, say being CDPR, how do you make sure that the, uh, the translation was correct if you don't really have one that's take that's speaking it in in the the native language yeah, yeah I, I i agree i mean these these are these are small things but they they make a big impact um, yeah exactly that's and especially that's... if this if it has something to do with the game right if it's yeah. something gameplay related now in this in this case it was just something one guy said or if it could have been a sign somewhere but if it had to be something that was gameplay related like go look into the sky and there you find the sword or whatever uh, and the sky word was changed into but which but do you look into right that that really breaks the like i said the the immersion of a game it really breaks the game yeah yeah it's uh, it's um it's sad uh to to have those those types of misses but that's what leads me to believe that this is a time pressure thing and yeah and a, and like it would have been an alpha release or something uh but that's the thing because they they officially went into gold they they, they went into gold yeah. stage which is basically after beta yeah it's it's going uh for those who not who are not really familiar with the term you have the alpha you have the alpha games you have the beta stages and then you have a gold which is basically uh the game is finished we're just touching up on some stuff uh maybe change some text or uh make sure that the the latency of networks is correct or whatever yeah um and then the, you just release the game but the stage where this game is at right now is just it's nowhere near gold yeah that is a problem yeah i mean the the patches they they're doing a really good job really good job uh at pushing those patches and fixing those issues and especially on the the lower end uh consoles um but i'm really having a hard time seeing it as being something in a gold stage yeah yeah i agree i mean they 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 must meet some requirements to to say that we're gold so and and those, those i i think that this should be on the list of, of requirements i mean they, there are other things like npcs for example so some of them have been seen in a t pose like you know when you're standing with your hands straight oh, yeah, out yeah. from your body that happens all the time yeah um, it even happens in league of legends i've oh, seen yeah. it i've seen it a couple of times uh, in team fight tactics for instance when you when you kill an uh one of those enemies uh, all of a sudden they just go into default pose yeah and, but it's it's kind of it's kind of sad because it was fairly common so uh, that kind of breaks the experience as well uh, yeah. then you have uh, some at some points i was uh, at, talking to certain npcs and then you know they're moving they're moving around in the room and talking to you and then at some point their legs wouldn't move so they were just gliding all, all over the floor um <laughs> uh, <laughs> And uh, I was thinking at at that point, I was thinking, is this a game breaking experience? Actually, because I, I was, I, I went into it with uh, with a kind of an analytic mind as well when I when I was playing it. Most of it was subliminally, um, but but uh, it was I, I was sometimes think actively thinking about it and thinking, well, is this breaking my experience right now? Seeing her, you know, doing a Michael Jackson thing or just it's like moving a chess piece, right? It, it doesn't her body doesn't move at all but she's still moving yeah. um and uh well yeah th that's that's up to every gamer or every player i guess to, that is to decide. A, that is really interesting to hear because you know going into game and i've talked about it in a previous episode it, when you, when you're a game dev 
and you're playing a game, you automatically go into that analytical stage, which is really hard to get away from. And especially games that uh, that you otherwise like. You know that if you wouldn't have been a game developer, you wouldn't have been bothered with some stuff. Uh, for for instance, a Valorant game, there is the there. I've talked about this while we're playing. The jump animations of those games is just come on, you can do better than that. Mm. Uh, but then if you go into it with the with an analytical mind of of the game dev, you realize that okay, the jump animation is this way because you don't want the enemies to get any more information of your character. Now, yeah. for uh, what happens in Valorant is, for those who don't know, is that you're jumping, but your lower body isn't really showing that you're jumping. It's just you're moving your feet, and all of a sudden you're two meters up in the air, yeah. basically. And then, where did the, if you're thinking about it, is where was that force coming from? How did you move that high? Uh, and it's really annoying because it's not really something that people do. You just bounce around without any, without any impact. Neither when you, uh, not when you're landing, and not when you're taking off. But that's because of gameplay. Yeah, and exactly. Being game dev, that really annoys me. <laughs> but I know, I also understand why. Yeah, exactly. It's supposed to be a competitive game, and uh, you yeah. know, all characters need to be the same size and everything like that. So exactly, that's, that's, that's also the reason why everything looks the same. Exactly. The yeah, game. yeah. So, so one character doesn't get an advantage over another, and, and yeah. things like that. Um, but yeah, the physics physics seem to have been a a um, a uh, kind of a big thing in in Cyberpunk. Anyway, I've seen a yeah. a clip of where a player you can grab enemies from behind and and uh, choose to. Uh, kill them or uh, or uh, spare them basically just uh, immobilize them uh, and then he 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 grabs the character from behind and then uh, uh, does this animation thing where uh, he kills him I think or something and then uh, uh, your own character goes back to that pose and then you start you start flying so you you're up in the air very very high flying through buildings uh landing landing down and then dying because you're super high up i mean you're just basically <laughs> yeah. flying so so your character takes off like a projectile straight up in the air and then you die and and, and so on so um <laughs> the, uh, the most annoying thing that i've seen in terms of physics is that uh places where there has been a lot of there are a lot of particle effects flying around there are a lot of action going around um the the consoles uh, this was specific to a console. Uh, the the characters that you shot at didn't didn't uh, register the damage, so they could just shoot at it, shoot at you, and all of a sudden, like five, six, seven seconds later, fly away because of having shotgun uh, being pushed at you in your face, and then all of a sudden, just the impact came. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean. There seem to be uh, a lot of, you know, physics uh, related uh, related things. At least I, I know that on on PS4, you get these random flying things, uh, yeah. and and you get NPCs that just suddenly disappear, uh, flying off into nobody knows where because they 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 seem to instantly fly off in the air, um, and uh, you know I I think that this goes back to <clears throat> I had one of their tweets up. And um, I I read read it through, um, where where they say it it was the the last delay. So this was in in what did we say? I think it was the end of October, um, and they they said that you know we need to delay the game by twenty one games. The uh, twenty one games, sorry, twenty one days. <laughs> we need to delay the game with twenty one um, games before. Yeah. It. Ouch. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, it's gonna be out on December tenth. Because we need to check compatibility on Xbox One, Xbox One X, the PS4 and the PS4 Pro, and compatibility on PC and, and so on. And to be honest, I mean, from what I've seen gameplay on PS4, it's barely playable. Um, and, and that seems like they, they could have been more honest. Because I, I don't really believe that this is a thing to miss. 
um it's very hard to to kind of miss that um so so yeah i don't know i'm guessing from i'm thinking that this has something to do with communication between the the different kinds of uh departments and i say departments really in quotation mark right now because of covid oh yeah i'm thinking i'm thinking because people have been working from home right they they can't really engage in a conversation like they did usually and i think that some of this might be this could be one of the reasons why people why project management and the developers really didn't have the same uh the same view of the stage that they were that they're in yeah i'm guessing that the developers uh, not everyone would say that hey uh, this is we're in a bad shape. I'm guessing that there were some people staining it, and when project management would go in and ask people, they would just go silent. Yeah, that's basically what happens usually. Yeah, I think uh, I wanted to 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 say that actually because game. I think this is this is a, a poor. Um, I I would say. I would say like this: Don't blame the developers. No, exactly. Uh, the developers are always looking to make. I know, as an engineer and as a developer myself, you're always looking to make the the best that you can do at the time with the resources that you have and the time that you have. Um, and uh, allegedly, one one developer um, talked on online. Uh, on a forum about this and they they wrote uh, a bunch of things about the future and and so on it's not confirmed if it's a, a an official developer or just somebody writing wishes about the game um but anyway they said that it was mismanaged and that management didn't listen to them so so they they did raise they did raise the problems um but uh, it was very uh, poorly managed and you know i've been in that situation it's not super hard to believe where you, you know, you tell your manager that this isn't going to work, you know, and we can't do this in, in, in time. We can do this, but it's not this other thing, but it's not the end product that, that we want. And then management like, yeah, whatever, you know, you just, just do it. Right. And you, and you do it and, and it's not the best. And then they come back and, and they say, well, you know, they weren't happy about this. Why weren't they happy? It was like, I told you. Right. Yeah. Um, so they, they I would also that. blame some. Uh, I just want to add to that. Uh, even though they they raised some suspicions uh, upwards, I'm thinking also from the community side, it's kind of silly to to expect developers to be creating a next gen game for the previous gen consoles, right? Yeah. So having a worse hardware instantaneously just means that hey. You should expect some stuff to break, but yeah, not really in this in this way that I that they have. But as a community member, just think you on your own, like your own role. You shouldn't push the developers because of it. Uh, I mean, if you if you don't have money to buy a next gen console, then don't expect your game to run smoothly. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, there there are. I think uh, you're correct. The game did get announced, you know, when before the PS4 yeah. came out. Yeah, way before. Yeah. Way before. Uh, and yeah, but that's one thing. I mean, a lot of time has passed since then, and they are actually aiming for for a very high high end product. I think that they could have said, you know, sorry, we don't support it on the PS4, uh, only on the PS4 Pro. Um, and on the Xbox I don't know, One, I can't count how many times this happened when I had the GameCube. There were so many, so many games that I wanted to have, but because <laughs> it didn't really run smoothly on the GameCube, uh, because of the, uh, I think it was because of the sizes of the discs. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Because they yeah. were they were running with those small discs. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, which was really annoying. Yeah, but I mean th- that's better. I think for, that's way for, better. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, you're going to disappoint a lot of people because I mean a lot of people are still sitting on PS4s, uh Xbox yeah. ones, they're the cheapest to buy right now. Um and you're going to disappoint a lot of people, but it's better than than them being disappointed in your product. I mean to be honest, and 
and losing faith in you as a company. I'm not saying maybe, you know, I, I haven't, uh, but I, I can I can still see that many people have uh, because because of a, a, a release like like this and, and the people that have had so much so much problems on their PS4s and and on their Xbox One. So it's it's not it's better than to tarnish the image of the company. It's better yeah. to keep your integrity and say, well, you know, we tried. We 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 and honestly that is tried. The, that is the the outcome of this. The sad outcome of this uh this release is not that the game was bad. Yeah, sure, it's just one game, but say ten years from now, what will people remember? It's the company, right? Because yeah. this game is just gonna be forgotten anyway. Um but the company will still be there. And if the if the image of the company is tarnished and is in a bad shape, they're gonna have a hard time going going back to a place where people would say, Hey, they do this for the gamer. And yeah. yeah. It's about trust. Um, exactly. And 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 in doing in doing these things, I think uh I mean in these tweets as well they they could have been uh, I think that they 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 could have been more honest uh about the state of the game um and so you know what you what they say as a developer uh it's more it's marketing <laughs> yeah it is and and it's a lot of companies you know they they have this strategy where it's like we release and we fix it later right yeah. Um, but uh, you don't want to be one of those companies or I wouldn't want to be one of those companies. I, I, I would, I would rather say uh, to, to, to the community and to the people waiting for this, you know, we're not ready. We want, we want you to have the game that we, we intended to give you, uh, and we don't want to patch it to, to become that game. We want to release it as that game. Sure. There will be bugs done as well, but at least you'll have the full feature set that we were imagining. So you know, please stand by, um, then, then do it this way. But, you know, for me, as I said before, because we're, we're over time as well, but, um, you know, for me, it, it's an, it's still an enjoyable, enjoyable experience. I do love the world. I do love the characters. Um, uh, so, you know, I'll, I'll keep playing it. I, I like it. And with RTX, to be honest, it's, it's, it looks very nice. Uh, so, so the, the graphics experience on on PC with RTX graphics uh, enabled as well, uh, even without, to be honest, uh, looks very nice and and it's it's pleasing because uh, it it matters at least for me. You know, it for me uh, a nice a nice looking game increases my immersion feeling. So so um, yeah, um, that's that's all I can say. And I haven't lost my faith in in CD Projekt Red, um, but um, you know, many people will. Exactly. And with that said, that was our first episode. For the year. For the year. Yeah. Well. Uh, thank you very much, Maxiboy. It was pleasing to talk to you, as ever. Yes. Thank you very much, Josie, like always. And uh, thank you for everybody who listens to our podcast. And uh, we're going to keep going in 2021 and hope for a better year than, than last year. Yeah, it can't be worse, right? <laughs> <laughs> don't don't say. Oh man, I don't want to jinx it. Yeah, exactly. Don't say that. You never know. But yeah, great. Then I think yeah. we can we can end it here. And uh, thank you very much, Josie. Bye bye. Bye bye.